All right, everyone, we are live. DC Rebirth <laughs> Weekly Review with your boy Tap and, and Nova. Yeah, and your boy Nova. All right. <laughs> and the lovely Canadian Nova. Yeah. A, 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 A. There you go. Let's get it out of the system. <laughs> so so uh, we're doing something a little bit different uh, tonight. We're actually on, uh, we're going live on YouTube. Uh, so if you want to watch the video pod of this, uh, just go to our face or our Facebook, not our Facebook, go to our YouTube page and uh, check it out on there where you can actually see us discussing these. Um, or if you're listening to it audio, hey, we're doing an audio pod for you folks as well. We're trying to cover all bases tonight. All right. You want visual? We got visual. You want audio? We got audio. We got it all. Yeah, whatever you want, you got it. <laughs> whatever you want, baby, we got it. Just um, be warned, so. clothing will stay on. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't think anybody. Right. Yeah. Well, who knows? You know, there's there's some uh, chubby chasers out there. For sure. You know they. <laughs> <laughs> but, Especially uh, on YouTube. That being said. Um, yeah. Yeah. This is uh, our so. For those, uh, I guess there may be people on YouTube watching right now that don't listen to the podcast. Um, we're basically doing our top five of the week review, uh, rebirth and review. And um, God damn, this is a tough week to choose a top five. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it was... Uh it was a good week. Oh, um, yeah, there's there's definitely a lot of good stuff that DC's been pumping out lately, and so which is awesome because I mean you know that gives us a lot of a lot of good things that we can pick and choose from. So I guess it'll be interesting to see. I have a feeling we're probably gonna have a lot of the same, but I think there's gonna be some differences this week as well. I think so as well. There's just ah, oh, there's so many good books. Yeah, I think we're gonna I think we're gonna have some, a little bit some differences this week. Uh, for sure. So that being said, you know what? Go ahead and kick it off, sir. What do you got for your number one pick of the week? Oh shit! I was gonna give it to you. Um, oh, I came I, first. I came with the fire. Okay, so I have got um, a favorite of mine. Uh, quite obviously, for those that have listened to the podcast regularly, Aquaman number seventeen. Green Arrow. Oh. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> I don't even know what's going on in that book. Who's writing that again? <laughs> Yes. Um, yeah, no, I, Aquaman 17 made my list this week. Don't know if it made yours. It did, actually. Aquaman 17 did make my list. Um, uh, awesome. God, it's good. Uh, um, Warhead is uh, part one. Um, awesome stuff. Um, so, Warhead's kind of a, kind of an interesting guy. I mean, he... The issue starts off with sort of Aquaman raiding this this office, really, is what it comes down to. Um, and it says now, so it's sort of this time-jumping issue kind of thing where it sort of bounces between time frames. But, yeah, it kind of goes back and forth a little bit. Yeah, so he, uh, I guess now he's sort of, he, he knows where Warhead is and he's sort of charging the field, as it were. Um, in this sort of lab slash office kind of place. Yeah, I don't know. Basically, Aquaman's a badass in this issue. That, that, that's all there is to it. Um, yeah, Aquaman's he's, hardcore. 
he he takes a beat and keeps on ticking. <laughs> yeah, he's like he's meeting Secret Service guys and cracking jokes with them and just sort of chatting them up and like it's no big deal at all. And people are just since everything that's happened with um what's his what's his name it, everything that's happened in the past few uh, issues he's he's huge now he's like this huge popular he's a pop star basically oh yeah he's like the justin bieber of the dc world yeah everyone's screaming atlantis rocks and aquaman is the best and they're holding a parade not like a justice league parade (laughs) with everybody no 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 an aquaman parade yeah you know you got the the balloon aquaman you've got the (laughs) seahorses i mean you've got everything you got people in cosplay dressing up as aquaman He's giving yeah, no, it's it's a parade. Yeah, he's he's giving speeches at the at the UN. Um and he keeps seeing this like I guess this like war victim. Yeah, it almost looks like, like a dead soldier. Or yeah, and uh just keeps popping up over and over again. Sort of makes Aquaman look like a, a little bit like a like a crazy person. Yeah, a little bit like a nutball. <laughs> yeah, and um Basically, it's Warhead just sort of influencing everyone's brain and their and their minds. And you see Aquaman take some shells, some shotgun shells to the chest in this issue. And uh, yeah, he's just like, whatever. Yeah, no big deal. <laughs> he just doesn't even care. Aquaman's like hardcore in this. It's like point blank shots too, like the like two two feet oh, yeah, away. Like two feet away. Yeah. It's yeah, great. Dan Abnett is writing uh, an incredible, amazing Aquaman. I mean, this Aquaman went toe to toe with Superman early on, if you recall. Like, this Aquaman don't play around. Yeah, and this issue especially sort of, it, you really see it escalate. Like, it just goes from bullets being shot to this like massive explosion, and he's like, "Is this is this another illusion?" He's like, "Oh shit." this is real like this huge massive explosion just happened and all these people just probably died it's mm-hmm. uh, it is really good um dan abnett's writing hell of a story here i can't wait for the omnibus i can't <laughs> yeah and that um well actually no the jeff john's omnibus is the one that drops in yeah yeah no i'm just saying in the future yeah, that, there yeah, will for in sure general yeah there for yeah, sure will be like one. in three years when they finally drop it in three years yeah they're they're kind of yeah kinda bad with that yeah that's true yeah a little bit there's some books i mean like swamp thing for instance where the hell is swamp thing We've been waiting for a Swamp Thing. Now there's deluxe hardcovers that are like out of print and hard to find. But where is, you know, the Swamp Thing omnibus, the Alan Moore Swamp Absolutely. Thing Alan, uh, omnibus? Where's that at? I mean, granted, they do have. We like, want it. You give it. Granted, like Alan Moore and DC aren't exactly on the best terms, but they'd make cash well, off of it. I don't understand. You know. Speaking of <laughs> this, little side, little side note here. Speaking of Alan Moore. Um, and I know that you are a huge um, Grant Morrison fan, as as I am becoming one. Uh, there was an article. I didn't click on it, because uh, I don't know if it's clickbait or not. It very well could be clickbait. Uh, but there was an article that straight up says uh, two of... How they word it? Something along the lines of like two of like the comics, the most notorious writers. It's Alan Moore and Grant Morrison have been at a cult war feud for 25 years. 
So they're trying to say that for the last 25 years, they've been feuding over what cult they belong to or something. No I don't way. know. I, that sounds weird. Yeah. I swear to God. <laughs> that sounds I'm way going, above them. I am going to, uh, like I said, it very well could be clickbait, man. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to Google this right now, though, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look this up real quick because now I'm <laughs> curious. I was hoping you knew more about it. Yeah, no, that sounds like nonsense to me. I don't think those guys, like, they have so much more to do with their time than have this weird cult war amongst each other. It's probably just, maybe they're fans. I don't know. I don't think those two are involved, though. All right, let's see. Oh, that's from 2012, 2014. There you go. February, oh, no, that's 2016. <clears throat> they posted it, like, I kept seeing it all around today, and it's <clears throat> almost like... Uh, yeah. They made it seem like it was like really recent, but I don't know. Apparently, it just states here that there was a supposed feud between Alan Moore and Grant Morrison. <laughs> um, it's a so-called feud that's been lasting for twenty-five years. That's really weird. Um, just sounds like something. Oh, I guess made it up. came out a few years ago in, mm. in an Alan Moore interview that he did. Mm. Back in twenty thirteen, in an event called "An Evening with Alan Moore." Uh, Alan Moore mentioned it. I don't know. Something about... Oh, whatever. Anyway, I just thought maybe you'd know more about it. Moving on. Anyway. Um, I just yeah. keep seeing it in all these like Facebook groups, and I'm like, what is this? Yeah, I'm fine with accepting both of them as uh, some of the some of my favorite writers. I think I'll draw the right? line there. I don't right? understand why I'm there should be a feud. That. Yeah, I don't either. I think it's absolutely ridiculous that there would be a feud between those two writers, especially a cult feud. Yeah. I don't know, it's weird. Love them both. Right? I'm with you on that. So, anyways, um, so for my top five, so we both agree on Aquaman being in our for top sure. five this week. Um, so another one that's in my top five, and it may or may not be in your top five this week, is uh, none other than Nightwing number 15 oh, oh it's I, not in your top five i don't i don't even think See, i, I didn't even differ. read it my god i'm ashamed well that's all right i'm so i've sorry. had a busy week too there's some that i haven't gotten to but uh nightwing number 15 so basically high level overview since there's not a whole lot to discuss because well you didn't read it <laughs> high level overview in nightwing number 15 and if this is spoilerish, I apologize. Spoiler cast. The book's been out for 48 hours now. You know, it's read it, pause this, whatever yeah. you got to do. Um, so Nightwing, uh, basically in the last issue, issue uh, 14, basically like him and the defacer uh, kind of, you know, profess their feelings for one another. So in this one, it kind of starts off with like them dating. And so like, it's like this whole issue about like them going back and forth and like telling their friends, like, um, like she's calling up all her friends and being like, Oh, he's such a nice guy. I'm just, I love him so much. They don't say I love it first, but like, they're, I really like him and blah, blah, blah. And then with Nightwing, he's having conversations with Wally West and Wally West like zooms over to his house and like they're drinking beers and talking girls. And then, uh, later on he's, he's telling, um, Jason Todd about 
you know, the defacer and stuff like that. So it's just basically them like gushing to their friends, the whole issue. Um, so it doesn't sound like it was that good. Right. Cause they're just gushing about their friend or about right, the relationship. Right, right. But towards the end, there's a scene where Nightwing has to go and talk to a uh, Batgirl mm-hmm. and he has to tell Batgirl like, you know, basically, Hey, I've, I found someone else. And she's, the way that it was done is very good because you can tell she's very, uh, how do you say disappointed uh, to to be hearing (laughs) that. Um, It's just, it's really, there's no words. There was absolutely no words that was just all in the art, really solidly done um, in the art. Uh, But she realizes she's not the one, which, you know what? I haven't read Batgirl in a while, but when I was reading Batgirl, she was off messing around with what's this bucket in japan or whatever like you know what i don't even care about you that girl (laughs) piss off so (laughs) seriously so at the end of this one though uh once again kind of spoilers but positive if you don't like them uh you know dick is sitting down and he's eating a cookie or whatever he's about to tell somebody and then she's on the phone with her friend and they're both kind of like doing like this grease thing where like they're going back and forth you know like a like at Greece, like how he's talking about summer loving. It's kind of like that sort of thing. Where like the panels are going back and forth and they comes up with like, I love him. And like, as soon as she says that you see like a shadow in the background of like a, a, a man of some sort, but all you see is a shadow in the background. And then as soon as she says, I love him, the next panel, you see the phone drop to the floor and her like screaming so she's now and that's how it ends so basically it ends with her being abducted by who knows who we we have no idea uh so the defacer's now been abducted dick is unaware at this point and well we don't even know who she's been abducted by Hmm. so yeah it kind of left you on a on a big cliffhanger because at first when i was reading this issue i'm kind of like really tim a love story come on buddy but then like the way that he ends it it was really well done and drew it all together and it, you know it made you it, it hit you in the feels a little i was like oh all right well done interesting so that's why Nightwing. i'm really digging nightwing i really like tim seeley uh so maybe that could be why but i'm really digging uh nightwing overall yeah no doubt um i can't believe i missed it yeah i'll have to so, uh w- make up for so it so there's two of my top five so i kind of went first in a way it, it came full circle <laughs> yeah because you still only have one um, top five and i've now done two that is true um so i guess it'll be my turn now now i don't know yeah. if you if uh batwoman rebirth number one made your top five but uh it sure did i didn't even read it fair enough all right uh <laughs> <laughs> Like I said, there's a few I had to skip out on because yeah. it's been a very it's been a very busy week. So I was grabbing the main titles that I absolutely loved and and wanted to check out. Fair enough. Yeah, this was um, written by uh, Marguerite Benet and uh, James Tinian the Fourth, with art by Steve Epting, which was just amazing. I oh yeah, Steve <sighs> Epting arts. Incredible. I love that guy, and it's basically this sort of it jumps from different time frames in her life um uh Kate Kane that is and it is just this haunting there's murder there is you know sadness it's just such a spellbinding read and you sort of see um Kate grow up through all these 
through all these years as she joins the service and when she's a kid what happens to her then and it jumps through all these different ages she's like a drug addicted alcoholic at one point and it deals with her sexuality as no, well. I did not know that. It's just such a gorgeous book too. Steve Epting draws these amazing suspenseful scenes and it has it, it's you know it's it, it's hard to explain the story cuz so much happens. Um it just jumps through like 27 years of life and just sort of shows her grow up over time. Mhm. And it deals with like there's this whole this whole aspect of it where she's sort of she's she's dealing with one she goes from one self-destructive thing to another to another and then eventually it sort of comes to this point where it's like someone comes around and finally sobers you up and they show batman descend in this one scene when she's 24 years old it's like and it's and that's the title it says someone sobers you up as he descends down to her and it's just great you see her sort of start training to be batwoman and steve efting is drawing these gorgeous splash pages um but then it ties into the current story and it's right after monster men um and it sort of starts dealing with her you know she's she's finding out through all her life everyone's just telling her where to go Uh, and batman's doing the same thing but the great thing is and i'm i apologize for spoilers again it's been like two days since the book's been out um it shows this page where it says soon and someone's yelling, Commander Kane, we are approaching Gotham. Your orders? And it's her standing without a mask in a Batwoman-esque costume with a huge gun in her hand. And there's all these soldiers behind her. And then the next page after that is coming soon in the pages of Batwoman. And it's like four strips of art that all show different crazy things going on. There's like a a, a scarecrow kind of strip of art there's all these ones with her past relationship it's crazy i can't wait there's something with vampires coming it's great it's sort of like what jeff johns used to do at the end of his books where he'd sort of show like four or five panels of stuff that's coming and they'd all be different panels that sort of just sort of they they just flash to what's you know what's coming in the future of the book and i'm excited who's writing this again um marguerite uh, i'm probably maybe saying oh marguerite Marguerite Bennett. bennett Bennett, yeah, she's yeah. writing the whole thing. Um, James Tinney, I think, helps huh. her with this one, but she's taking on the the ish, the, the title solo. It's going to be a monthly with Steve Epting on art all the time. Yes, I like Steve Epting's art. That's that's incredible. So that's a, um, yeah, yeah. Marguerite Bennett's kind of a big up and comer. Um, I've been yeah. hearing her name a lot lately. Yeah, she's a uh, she's a Scott Scott Snyder student. So. Um, We'll see. So was James Tinney in the fourth, and yeah. he is crushing it on Detective Comics. So uh, hopes are yeah, high. No, that's all right. Cool. I'll have to go back and, For sure. and check that one out. It's really good. Um, let's see. So number three, then, since we're both tied at two. <laughs> yep. Uh, number three on my list has to be, has to, has to, has to, has to, has to be none other than Batman yes. 17. Right. Um wow batman was epic uh no batman was so so incredibly good um they're finally bringing the bane that we all know and love back into the book yep uh yeah no it was just awesome and bane's got the mask i was i was happy to see that he's not naked sitting on some skulls he's got the mask 
He's got the luchador but, mask on. But yeah, so they got basically in this one they got the psycho pirate. Uh, they're trying to help. They're trying to have the psycho pirate help Gotham Girl basically with her nuttiness um, <laughs> and and whatnot. So <laughs> you got that. Uh, but no, like towards the end is where it really ramped up. Um, I think Bane's gonna be. I'm excited now. Yeah. I'm excited well, like, to see where this one goes. Because the first Bane arc was, it was so deflating, you know, it was so disappointing. Uh, whereas this one, it it's incredible, and it really ramped up at the end and showed him full costume, you know, Venom hoses and mask and black wife beater. I mean, it was, it was the Bane we know and love. Yeah, so um, we can sort of talk about this because you have finished Animal Man, but there's this whole scene with Psycho Pirate where he's talking yes. about all the different he's like it's all the worlds they scare me too um sort of teasing towards what happened to a psycho part and animal man as he uh he basically absorbed and remembers all the different universes that got destroyed in the uh crisis of infinite earths yeah um and it's great at, at first i thought i'm like what, they're just gonna give psycho pirate his mask back and just sort of leave him with with gotham girl and it's like no it's alfred holding it with a yeah, holding gun it like to a psycho <laughs> Holding it on like tweezers, and he's got a gun to yeah. Psycho Pirate's head. It's amazing. Yeah. It's so such a yeah. visceral image. Um, it was really well done and thought out. Yeah, David Finch, his artwork is spot on. He is doing such a good job. Um, and you sort of got these these mullet henchmen back that were also in uh, Batman Nightfall. So as soon as you see yes. the dude with his little hawk, it just brings you right back to that uh, that storyline. Um, we see Duke yes. jump in as well, which was really cool. Yep. And which was how we got introduced to Bane, which was also really awesome <laughs> um yeah. you can sort of see tom king getting back into his uh into his groove here and yeah the last the last few pages were just incredible um oh bane, absolutely incredible. bane is here bane is in gotham that's all you really that's the yeah. only way to describe it yeah um, if you're a he, fan of bane pick this issue up for yeah. sure and then be prepared to pick up like the next three or four oh, issues after for sure. this to complete yeah. the arc. You're gonna you're gonna want to read this arc. It's uh it's heated up real fast. Yep, Bane basically just it's incredible. He just like uh, yeah, he just <laughs> breaks through the wall and Gordon's like, what the <laughs> yeah. Um, I love it. Bane just looks so epic. Yeah, it's it's gonna be good, man. David Finch's artwork has been top notch. I can't wait for just to see what he does with Bane. And not only that, but let's just leave it with this: Bane's got some hostages. Yes, uh, four hostages to be exact. Yep. So, uh, yeah. And and it's like it's not like random hostages either. It's it's people that that Batman cares about deeply. Yeah. Uh. So it'll be uh, it'll be interesting. Think, Bane's Batman yeah. with a vengeance. Yeah. Things are not going well for Batman so far. And I'm trying to figure out in this last panel, is he trying to put the flare out with his hand? Yep. That's what he does. That's how he rolls. <laughs> Can you like flares burn so hot? That would like straight up burn a hole through your hand. Oh yeah, and Bane's just 
Bane's just like, I'm going to snuff it out. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he just ripped it right off. Oh, sir. (laughs) I'm sure he feels it in between the two issues. I'm I'm sure between 17 and 18, (laughs) he's just there icing his hand. But, you know. (laughs) Oh, why did I do that? Oh, that was dumb. Oh, my whole budget's going on ice. Damn it. Uh, yeah, um, my next book, talking about Batman, I'm going to go with Superman number 17. I don't know if this see, made your cut. It didn't. Honestly, I thought it was a fun issue, but it just felt so much like a filler issue. See, but I loved it. This dude, Sebastian Fiumara on art just got me it felt the art was it felt the first i think maybe 16 17 pages felt like a straight up like hellboy story where it was just this obscure weird unexpected horror sort of weird supernatural thing going on dead man swamp sort of tossing in dead man and swamp thing in there this horror aspect to it um, it's almost got like the the slender man type feel yeah. to it is what i thought at first i was like what is this yeah and it's just like yeah let's just go find your grandpa so it's um i don't know what this girl's name is it's basically their neighbor who knows that uh kathy. oh kathy kathy yeah and she knows that kathy. john is uh super powered as it were and they just sort of go on this adventure to find bessie and her and and the grandpa and it's just weird, and I really liked it. It was so different, so the unexpected. The art did also. I will say the art really yeah. did sell it because the art there was there were some panels where it did feel like Stranger Things. Yeah. Or uh, like when they're riding their bikes in the dark with like the headlights, and it looks like something straight up out of the eighties. I'm telling you, man, uh, this artist has got Sebastian Fiumara has got to draw whatever the next Swamp Thing ongoing is. He's got to draw an arc of Hellblazer. He's just got that. He's got that style that would just work so well. And yeah. it's basically this issue. Kathy find like they go into this part of the forest where the the, the ground is turned into gra- to glass. And she's like, oh, you did this, didn't you? It's this mystery, and you see this, like, slender oh, character. Yeah, when, he his, when he had his big eye, <laughs> eye beam burst. Yeah, yeah. And they're just sort of running into these weird creatures, and there's all this, like, supernatural stuff going on. And they run to the grandpa and Bessie, and he's like, yeah, there's this this bog emits gases. Uh, and there's, they just make you see stuff. I don't know. Yeah, but you don't know that it's like the end of the issue. Yeah. It's like the entire issue. You're like, what the frick is going on? Yeah, and I don't know. I just I've been reading a lot of Hellboy, and it just sort of clicked with me. I'm like, this could have happened in Hellboy. This is the kind of thing that happens in Hellboy. He sees these weird things, and then the ending is so so. See, this almost felt Grant Morrison esque mm. um, written, because like for instance, I just read Annihilator. And Annihilator, it's a great book. Go check it out if you haven't. It's it's an interesting read. Um, but just like all like the weirdness. I mean, it's it's just trippy, you yeah. know. I mean, that's what Grant Morrison does. He writes trippy stuff. So this definitely felt, you know, kind of Morrison esque um, to me, where you have like the. It almost feels like a cross between like the Annihilator and uh, Joe the Barbarian a little bit, with like all like the creatures that he's seeing yeah, yeah. and like the. 30 foot tall porcupine. <laughs> yeah. They're jumping off you the know backs what, you of know what I'm saying? turtles. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and there's, 
the the last page has a panel that uh it looks a little bit like our friend the devast uh, is it the devastator is that his name um either way um folks know who i'm talking about he was just he was just in it i forget his name he's one of the superman clones um oh yeah yeah you can see you can sort of see the glasses there um but anyway yep uh yeah i i i really enjoyed that issue for whatever i think it was the art it was mostly the art that sort of just really really but story-wise you got to be with me on that story-wise while it was good yeah i'm not knocking it it was a good story it was a but it definitely felt like a filler oh for sure for sure it was just like a little john episode um yeah you mentioned grant morrison it's just a john book you mentioned grant morrison maybe we can take a little break and talk about animal man Ooh, okay so yeah uh, yeah, no, so our last uh, Rebirth episode that we did, I had told everyone that I had finally acquired uh, the Animal Man Omnibus, uh, the Grant Morrison run, and I was very excited, and I think I'd only read, like, what, five or six issues at that point? Yeah. Um, but since we've recorded last, I have now uh, finished the entire Omnibus. I've actually been done with it for a while and moved on to other things, uh, but... Wow. <laughs> um, no, I've, I I finished uh, Animal Man, and it, like the minute I got done with it, um, I closed the book, and I just I got up. I had to go take care of something <laughs> with the kids or whatever. I don't remember what it was. But I got up, and when I got up, I looked over at my wife, and I said, this right here is probably one of the greatest books I've ever read. Wow. Agreed. And she was like, really? And I go, it was that damn good <laughs> like the end of it was phenomenal um yeah yeah like the issues leading up to the end like there were some where i'm like okay yeah okay you know it was good and then there's some that were just blow you away and like the last three issues four issues something like that is just it just took off to a whole nother yeah. world um like in that last issue was probably one of the most intense yeah. deep experiences I've ever read in a comic like it was I don't even know how to explain it if you've never read it the book's almost 30 years old go out and get the damn thing by now yeah, um I don't want to spoil it though because I feel Let's like it, even though the book's 30 years old you know I didn't know what happened when I read that's it true. and I feel like that's why it was so amazing and I don't want to ruin it for anyone that may go out and pick up Animal Man um, but let me just tell you this the character's not a maybe he was turned into a joke after I don't know but um, I le- I've read the Lemire stuff in New 52 and I enjoyed that but Morrison's run on Animal Man is probably one of the greatest books you will ever read um, if you can appreciate what he's doing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and you have to be along for the ride like the whole time. Because like I said, there's a few issues here and there where I'm kind of like, eh, like, you know, like, okay, whatever. And then I move on. Um, but no, by the end, it was, it was incredible. Like, it just makes you think, like wow i don't know i don't want to ruin it just bottom line go read animal man yeah there are, <laughs> there are so many parts i remember where it, it man there there's an issue where he's fighting i think time master or something and he 
and time master starts saying like he he gets him in a corner he's like go on go on take me down or whatever and woman's like just because i'm a superhero doesn't mean i want to fight you like why would i want to fight you you're already down like why would i want to hurt you more and it's just great stuff like that there's an there's an issue where he's with martian manhunter and they're just sort of flying around and like sort of bullying kids who are trying to steal a bike and stuff it's great it's like there, there's these fun moments and then there are these really weird things that happen like you see like a shadow in the tree who start starts talking to uh maxine his daughter and his son and then you sort of see that come full circle there's all these questions about like what happens you know what happens to characters when universes disappear stuff like that is yeah. really cool when they're not being written when they when they go back in their little hiding hole you know yeah and then there's a notion i don't that, know it's um, crazy there's a notion that tom king's playing with now with psycho pirate where he remembers everyone that disappeared during the crisis on infinite yes. which made me enjoy those uh batman those that batman story even more yeah. because i i understood the reference yep. uh so yeah that made me appreciate it. between between reading multiversity and animal man and that kind of stuff like it made me appreciate it even more yeah and the last issue is just it's so full of quotes you could take any panel from there and it's a quote like it's a great just such a really good issue um i think i've i've read that issue about 10 times now if not more and every single time it's just like this is this is great i wish more people did this um well there's one god who was it was it joe hill that just recently did it Oh my god, who was it? Because remember, I, I read it and I said, oh, that was a really interesting take. And you said, have you read Animal Man yet? And I said, no, not yet. Yeah. And you said, oh, wait till you read Animal Man. Um, yeah. I, and it was the exact yeah. same. Was it Joe Hill? Maybe. I don't remember. Now I can't I remember, remember. But there was another one. writer that recently did uh, what Grant Morrison did. And it was it was incredible. It was really cool to see. But yeah, no, if you haven't read Animal Man, you really should. Um, there was, I remember the issue that really turned me around is when him and him and this guy, I, don't, I can never remember who he really is in the world, but they sort of go to this, this like they go to the Grand Canyon or something just to get high. And they're just sort of tripping oh. out the two of them. <laughs> was it just like his buddy, like his next door neighbor, yeah. or his manager or Someone something? Someone like, and they just go and they just take psychedelics or something and they're tripping out. I was like, this is unbelievable. This is amazing. Yeah. I love it. They take peyote, if I remember right. Yeah, and then after that, it's just a whirlwind of emotions, too. Like, oh, man. You just got to read it. It's so good. Yeah, like I said, I don't want to spoil (laughs) anything, but do you remember that one where I messaged you and I said, what the f***? You know, I was like, why would he do that? Like, seriously? And then it all comes full circle, like, by the end. And I went, ah. It's so good. Grant Morrison does have a heart. Yeah, it's great. (laughs) And even says when he's... yeah you just gotta read it it's so good i love that book so dearly um it's really yeah. good oh it's great but uh, so okay real quick then what else have you been reading real quick we don't have to dive deep into it but what all have you been reading then aside from obviously our, our rebirth um been digging into some ninjack i only got through the first arc uh, how far are you i'm only five I- oh so you're only five issues yeah, in as well same thing He's basically... See, I got the Humble Bundle from <laughs> Valiant, which was great. That's but awesome. 
it only provided me with five issues and now i i want more yeah and so yeah so he's basically yeah. taking over uh that weaponeer agency um and he's sort of he's doing his undercover work there that's the last place i left off really tight so far yeah i love oh god Ninja. it was so good so good. yeah like Colin i was King. blown away with exo yeah and ninjack like topped exo oh, for sure like yeah like times 10 uh so good and then clayton crane art definitely helps yeah um really good stuff there aside from that i mean i haven't been reading all that much i've been reading some older moon knight as well um back like to i think it was oh three so not that old but relatively speaking that's like four um, volumes who was that houston yeah yeah him and yeah. him and david finch uh did the first arc which was just i've read it a few times already i just love that arc so much because there's there's this one quote this monologue in it and he's like oh hawkeye always joked that i wear white he's like why do you wear white in the darkness like everyone can see you at nighttime he's like i know i want them to see me coming because when they see me coming they they couldn't hit me if i was the moon and it just shows this guy sort of shooting and missing every shot as he walks, as Moon Knight walks towards him. And it was just epic. Like, it was so cool. Um, yeah, I got real big. I, I've always been a Moon Knight fan ever since I was a, I was a little kid. Yeah. Uh, but I really got deep and started collecting Moon Knight with uh, the, that Houston run that came out um, yeah. back like in 02, 03, whenever it was, when it first started. Yeah, and then Bendis sort of did this weird thing with him that I wasn't really a big fan of. And then, man, war, uh, we're going to go on a little Moon Knight tangent here. When Ellis brought it back, I was so excited. There's that one issue Ellis did where he takes him through like this abandoned hotel or this apartment building. And it's just the whole issue is Moon Knight going up like five sets of stairs, just beating the shit out of people. Awesome. Yep. It is so cool. Yeah, it was like uh, The Raid. Yeah, yeah the pretty movie, much. The Raid. Yeah. Great stuff. Or... Uh, dread with uh physical beat- with beatings carl urban oh my god i love that movie i always want to say keith urban <laughs> like no 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 keith urban someone else oh boy what about you what have you been reading what's on the tap list um well first of all i need to correct myself not clayton crane clay man that's what that's i was right, thinking yeah, of yeah. when the ninjack art not clayton crane thinking of rye man. Um, rye yeah that's yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking of because that was the other one I got in the humble bundle too. Was a bunch of rye. Um, so what I've been reading aside from Rebirth, um, been doing a little bit of Sandman because uh, I got steady. the four absolute volumes. So I've been trying to catch up on Sandman, but Sandman is, as we've discussed in the past, Sandman is definitely a book uh, yep. that you can't binge. I mean, you can, but. I don't think you're going to get much out of it um, if you binge yeah. it. I think it's one of those books where, like, you really kind of need a day or two in between almost each issue, you know, to really uh, yeah. the, to appreciate what it is. It's just so heavy and so deep. It's 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 difficult. So I'd uh, be doing that one. And then the one that I've been binging and trying to get through um, all week long, and I'm almost done is a uh, Whedon's run on astonishing X-Men. I think I'm on like issue 19 out of 24 or something like that. Um, so yeah, I've been, uh, I've been binging the, you know, the heck out of that one and I'm almost done with it. Um, 
and then once I'm done with seat, because some stuff I read digital, some stuff I read physical. That's my thing, uh, is that it depends. Because sometimes, just the way my life is with you know children and and things, sometimes it's easier to read digital. But when I get a chance to actually sit down and grab a book and like have you know an hour or two to myself, I like sitting down and reading the physical. Yeah. So I'm kind of. I'm torn on on what I read. Um, oh, last week though, I also binge read the hell. I read every issue of Lazarus. Nice, yeah, yeah. I Great I went stuff. to town on Lazarus. That was the other one that I binge read last week. Greg recommend so crushing it. Yes, it was it was <laughs> phenomenal. Um, but I think once I get done with uh, Astonishing X Men, what I'm gonna move on to. Um, from the digital world, since I don't have a lot of digital Valiant yet. I mean, I have what was in the Humble Bundle, but a lot of that was all just first arcs. Yeah. Um, I think what I'm going to probably dive into next, aside from all my weekly books that I read, is uh, going to be the IDW Transformers, which I've started binging a while back, and I kind of fell off. I need to go back to binging it. <laughs> Um, and then from a physical standpoint, my next omnibus that I'm working on, um, is none other than Gotham central. Awesome. So that's the, that's the next one that I'm working on is Gotham central. It's good stuff. Maybe we can chat about that next time. Yeah, I'll definitely have some more, some more (laughs) written by then. Awesome. Or written, written. Jesus. Also, we're read by the. You, you yeah, think I'm you're better than Brubaker? Yeah, you're better than yeah. Brubaker and Rucka as Goth- a double T. Gotham, Ce- Gotham Central Part Two. <laughs> Beware the oh, tap. Man. Beware the tap. With tap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so jumping back into our re- world of rebirth. Right. Right. Um. Let's see. Wh- where are I think we it's at? Your we are turn. four. Yeah. Yeah, we've discussed our top three, right? Yeah. Um, Okay, so real quick, an honorable mention for me, because it's not technically a Rebirth title, but it's still DC. Um, As everyone knows, I love Thundercats and He-Man. Right on. Uh, So that gets an honorable mention for me. While it's not the most amazing thing I've ever read, it is a really fun title, dealing with characters that I grew up in, hold near and dear to my heart. Um, so He-Man and Thundercats is a lot of fun. I am enjoying that title. All so right, go check on. that out. That just dropped this week. <laughs> um, I'm sure. The other one that I have is uh, D- uh, Trinity. Sorry, Trinity number six. All right, that's all you, man. Really? Have you, did you even read it? You probably no, didn't read it, did no, you? No, I didn't. Didn't have time no, no. Oh, God. But I read no, Justice League, damn me. What a waste of time that was. So, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, so no, I've been, I love Trinity, and this and this arc um, of Trinity kind of wrapped everything up for what's been going on for the last six issues. Uh, this one tied everything together, um, and 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 wrapped everything up really nice and neat. And uh, I enjoyed it because it brought in. Have you read any of it? Yeah, I read like the first three issues. It's all just like different well, hallucinations. You're missing out on the meat. That's all like the lead up, man. You're missing <sighs> the last three. That's where the meat of the story is. I love is. appetizers, man. I love appetizers. Um, <laughs> but no, I mean, because at first you think the villain's poison ivy. Yeah, right, right, right. right that's right, what right. you think yep. in the first three issue. You yep. think it's poison ivy. 
Turns out it's not. Oh, good it's Lord. not poison ivy. Um, the I mean, she's kind of a, a player in it, but Mongol is the actual <laughs> big bad in wow. this. Wow, really? Yeah. Oh my yes. God! And he's got all those fruits on the people. Yeah. Well, see. Okay. Spoilers. It turns out that uh, there's like this poison ivy's doing all of this because uh, Mongol has control of her daughter, uh, which is really just like this guardian, I guess you could say, of the green. Interesting. Um, but poison ivy's like, no, I'm your mother, and blah blah blah. And Mongol's like, no, you weren't ever her mother. You were just a pawn in the game, and blah blah blah. Mm. And I needed her because she, this guardian of the green or whatever you want to call her, uh, this little girl, had this special power where she could basically uh, release Mongol out into the world because Mongol was like trapped, and Mongol could use. So okay, think uh, Freddy versus Jason. Where Freddy used Jason to get out of hell and then to come back and start scaring Jeez. everybody in spring. <laughs> yeah, it, same exact sort of thing, okay? It was, it was basically the same thing. Mongols utilizing this girl to set himself free. And then when he came, he took over. Um, was it Superman or Batman's body? I don't remember which. Superman's. I think it was Superman's body. Maybe. It could have been but, Batman's. They both look the same. I, no, it was Superman's body. He, yeah, it's kind of, I was confused too. They did they do look very similar when they're not in costume. Um, no, he took over Superman's body, um, and so Mongol was like in control of of Superman at that point. Um, and it, yeah, so I mean, it kind of spun out from there. But yeah, it turns out that Mongol was actually the big bad this whole time. Where in the first three issues, you're led up to believe it's Poison Ivy, and you're like, well, where the hell is this going? And then when you find out it's Mongol. Mind blown. It's freaking Mongol. Nobody saw Mongol coming, okay? Nobody. So, Francis Manipool, thank you. Thank you for that, that little cool. twist because it made Trinity all that much better. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It was it was really well done. So I strong so if you've read the first three, you owe it I to yourself it. to go back and read these last three. Because I'm telling yeah. you, that's where the meat and potatoes of the story lies, as in those last three issues. Um, speaking of the green, so do it, do it, Nova. Of, go do it. Speaking of the green, I saw that Swamp Thing's going to be an injustice number two. Did oh, you see the that? game? Yes. Yeah, it's really awesome. Yes. That's really just a yeah. nice fist bump to me, even though I don't have a PS4 or an Xbox One. But so usually f- they release them on mobile, too. They usually have, it's a little uh, bit different, but they usually have the mobile app. Yeah, I guess so. Hey, and just, I was hooked. That was a Injustice pretty good mobile. game. It was a pretty good mobile game. Even I was hooked on Justice Mobile. So. Um, All right, well, what do you got for, what, where are you at? Number four, number five, where are you at? Yes, sir. Um, Green Lanterns, number 17 for me. Okay. Darkest Nights. I don't know if this is part one or part two, but it starts off. Did you read this? Is this part of your top five? Yes. This one, it's got to be part two because we discussed this last time. Uh, we discussed yeah. this two weeks ago Yeah. Uh, when Batman teamed up with them. And I think that one was just called Darkest Night. And then yeah, this one's maybe. Nights. I don't know. Either way. Yeah, it's the it's, second part of. It, yeah, it starts off with like Scarecrow being chased by this like weird beast batman it turns out he's using like vr with uh 
as he talks as he gives himself fear toxin what a psychopath uh and he's talking about like oh fear is my romance my my drink my gambling and he's talking about how he overdosed and he got burnt out on fear and this is his like grand return with the sinestro core ring um and then it jumps back to alfred with uh, last time two weeks ago oh well uh, yeah two weeks ago um mm-hmm. alfred yep, basically just went gonzo and just grabbed uh, simon baz's gun and this issue picks up right there with him pointing it right at simon's head and saying i have to kill the bat even though he's pointing the gun at the green lantern yeah he's pointing it at simon <laughs> baz and simon baz's eyes are like about to bug out of yeah, his head he is very frightened um, and that alfred is very crazy with he's well, basically simon, drooling. don't carry a damn gun we've discussed this multiple yep. times why are you carrying a gun absolutely and there is no reason that Simon Baz needs to be carrying a gun. It's been discussed. Yeah. Just don't do it. And it's great how like Batman takes out Alfred and Simon Baz just sort of looks at the gun and like rubs the back of his head. And he's like, it's the worst when he doesn't say anything. And you just see Batman's face like grimacing and pissed off. It is great. Um, this was, yeah, this was a cool issue. You could tell Sam Humphreys has wanted to write Batman. And this was his like, I've got five pages to write Batman. I'm going to kick ass while I do it. <laughs> well not only that but he brought in the scarecrow yeah and the art in this book oh was, was was spot on like that big page um where it's just the scarecrow with like the sky oh, incredible yeah. incredible art uh yeah. it looks so so good whatever and south scarecrow o- actually looks frightening whatever like, south american scarecrow is a joke whatever south american uh island dc is finding these artists on eduardo pensica um really good stuff <laughs> this and yeah, super real good we're just great um but yeah it's just sort of this really cool batman issue where he, they they him and simon have another fight about the gun thing uh well stop yeah, carrying the damn gun simon yeah and batman's like you're not afraid the ring isn't good enough he's like you're afraid you're not good enough and you just sort of see simon be like yeah that's you know that's basically it um i'm self-conscious but yeah, uh, no. And Get then, over it. Yeah, you see that scarecrow page where it's just him, sort of jumping over. Uh, I don't know, like what is that? Like a subway token entrance, um, or like it's a little machine. But he's got the he's got the scythe, and it just looks epic. Yeah, the the art's really tight. Yeah, no, the art it's fun when it needs to be fun. It's it looks really good in the action scenes. <laughs> yeah. Um, they have Rusty the Guardian again. <laughs> yep, yep, comes in at the end. Uh, yeah, for those that have been following our our pod for a while, we have we have the Rusty Guardian. Yep, he looks like Rusty when uh, Rusty who makes to go his to the little bathroom. special appearance. But as we all know, though, that's not really uh the the no. the Rusty Guardian. No. Um, that's actually uh, Volthum. Uh oh my God! What? Yeah, Volthum. I was like, why can I not think of his name? Um, it's he possessed. Funny rusty guardian so i've been waiting to see where that goes because they haven't really touched on that since they've since he kind of took over uh they haven't really touched on it. it's all been like this whole batman arc well now that this two-story batman arc is done i'm hoping that we can dive back into this whole volthoom arc because i'm curious to see where it goes yeah um i'm excited to see what happens with volthoom yeah for cool. sure so yeah, no, that was in my top five as well. And I think actually that's all of my top five then. I think we've named them all. Yeah, so I'll just go is super quick on my last five? one. No, I got one more. 
I think. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Anyway, go for it. Um, Who cares? Who's counting? Super Sun's number one. Ooh, I did not get a chance to read that oh, one man. yet. I was on my list, and I did not get a chance to do it. All right, so I'll be really quick. It's It was a fun book. It's got, uh, obviously, Tomasi writing. Um, uh, George Jimenez, who did... He did a few Superman issues. He's got that really hyper-cartoony artwork sort of style. Um, you'll, you'll, you'll know who it is when you see the art. But it's sort of following John and uh, Damien around and... It ends up having Damien... I, I won't spoil too much. Damien's a part of John's school life, and uh, it gets really fun. It's just sort of like... but it, it really feels like Batman and Superman if they were kids, you know? Um, and there's a lot of fun with Damien. There's a lot of fun with... <laughs> there's a great ton of fun with Damien and Alfred. Um, just Damien being a straight-up kid, and same thing with John, and spending time with his family, his dad. It's just great. It it embodies everything those two characters are and who their who their family members are um really great stuff tomasi can do no wrong in my book right now with uh with jonathan um he is he he gets the kid it's you know it just it's never felt better yeah i knew you were a big fan of the whole super sons idea so i I figured that one would be in your top five and it's got to do with the character we've been seeing a lot in uh, action comics so, it'll be interesting, nonetheless. Oh. <clears throat> yeah, but um, interested to see where that goes. But yeah, that's our that's rebirth in review week. Whatever, whatever it is. I mean, we sort of said we dedicate ourselves to making sure this happens every week, and then and we've been hitting miss. Yeah, whatever, dude. <laughs> real life is well, real life takes over sometimes, Absolutely. and it's hard to. It's hard to play catch up between work and children and yeah. families and and all that. But um, yeah, that being said, we are definitely going to try to make this again next week. Uh, thank you all for listening slash tuning in, depending on if you're watching this on YouTube yeah. or your favorite podcast channel. Um, real quick though, we have a, do have a couple things to announce, uh, which is one, we had a bonus pod uh, dropped earlier right. this evening, actually. Um, so on the four guys channel where we did a bonus pod with my other podcast, uh, fork found movie reviews and, uh, on our channel, it's a two part episode that we did and part one or two, however you want to look at it, uh, is on our channel on four guys. And we reviewed as a group, uh, Captain America. No, not just Captain America. No, 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 no. That'd be too easy. (laughs) Right. First Avenger. No, 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 no. We reviewed uh, Albert Pune's Captain America from 1990, uh, featuring Matt Salinger, Ronnie Cox, uh, Paper Mache, Red Skull. It, it was great. Uh, so, so go back and check that one out. That was a bonus pod that actually just dropped earlier this evening. And then I just got notification actually about 10 minutes ago, uh, that on the fork found movie reviews podcast channel, uh, is where you can catch the other part of that crossover podcast where we all get together, have some fun and, uh, discuss none other than Howard the duck. So, uh, be sure you check out both of those podcasts. It was a really good time. Uh, well, I'm on both podcasts, so I always have fun, but I think everybody had fun. Nova, did you have fun Absolutely. doing the crossover? Yeah, it was awesome. Fun just okay. See, that's all that matters. It was well. a good time. 
There's a lot of bad puns. We blame Red for those, yep. but there there was definitely a lot of bad puns. Oh God. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it just became a run-on joke by the end of the night. Um, so yeah, there is that, and then obviously Saturday we're going to have our uh, our podcast release on Saturday, uh, and our interview guest for Saturday was none other than Terry Parr, yep. uh, who is the current uh, writer slash creator of Arobicide, uh, which I, from the sounds of it, I cannot wait to read. Yeah. It's nineteen eighties. Yeah, it's it's a love letter to everything eighties. Yep. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to to reading that when it drops. And then uh, yeah, we have some really big interviews coming up as well in the next couple months. Uh, we're trying to work out some dates, but if you know a couple hints, I guess if you're a Man Thing or Howard the Duck fan, stay tuned. If you are uh, a fan of the IDW Transformers, we got a couple guests coming up for that one. Uh, we have some, we have another legendary podcast uh, coming up at some point. We're just That's trying right. to lock in That's a date right. for that one. So, yeah, we have we have a lot of yeah. uh, of big big interviews coming yeah. up here in the next month and a half, two months. So, be sure you're tuning in every Saturday for that. Be sure you are also following us on Facebook at the number four guys in a comic. You can also hit us up on Facebook at uh, facebook.com backslash uh, four guys, I think is all it is. Or four guys in a comic. I don't know. Just type Either in way, four guys in a comic and it. we'll pop up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just type in four guys in a comic. We'll pop up. Uh, but yeah, also follow us, uh, on your, whatever podcast directory that yeah, you yeah. like to utilize. We're going to be there, whether it's sure. iTunes, Google play, Stitcher, whatever it uh, is. player it's FM, Whatever it is, we're there. Just search for four guys, and I uh, hope you guys enjoy it all. Uh, as always, we're always looking for feedback, so if you just prefer to email us and say, hey, you guys suck, or hey, That's I like fair. you, whatever the case may be, email us at fourguysinacomic at gmail.com. And that's all spelled out, F-O-U-R, guys, at, uh, in a comic at gmail.com. So yeah. until then, or until next time, I should say, the power is yours. Well, just going to say this real quick. Since this is the Rebirth podcast, we didn't talk Wonder Woman this week, but we did just um, interview Liam Sharp a couple weeks ago. Oh, so yes, we did do Liam you Sharp. You Rebirth listeners are very interested in that. It was awesome. Super sweet guy. Just wanted to talk. He's a sweetheart. Yeah. Oh, my he's, God. He's so, so, so humble, cool. but yet intimidating to look at. Um, <laughs> great. Just, he's a big ten, and right? he's got probably the coolest accent we've had on the podcast so far. So if you're interested in that, do check out that interview. It's a great time. Um, but yeah, uh, as Tap was saying, you stay classy, internet. All right, let me end Audacity.